0: Moedon in love Hebrew. Welcome everybody to our weekly gathering. Uh, we're in 1 Samuel chapter 21 today, and we're going to actually start in verse 11, so we'll be able to finish this chapter and maybe get into chapter 22. Um, I'm going to hand around a printout of a map that uh, describes. David's Travels, and you guys can see I've been handing this around every week, but I also got the page I printed it from, so you can see more detail that the, um, it, you know, there's an outline, a kind of a blue background that will be very helpful to you, so you'll get a little better detail of where David's going in the book there, all right? Um, so we're going to start with verse 11 of chapter 21, Yakum David, V'Yivrak Fayom Hahu, Mipnei Sha'ul. So David rose, of course, from Qum, Vayivrah, and he fled Vayom Ha'hu in that day, Mipnei, from Sha'ul, from Saul. Akish Akishmelech Gath. And he came to Akish, that's the king's name, the king of Gath. And so as I'm passing the map around, you'll be able to see where he went. Um kind of quite a distance, you'll, you'll see now in the next chapters, he's going to be traveling all over the place, kind of really as a wanderer, uh, kind of a vagabond, all right, now remember Gath is an enemy territory, Philistine territory, the Philistines were uh, quite an active force against the Israelites at this time, I mean, we've seen a number of incidences already reading the book of Samuel, in which Israel and the Philistines clashed, all right, so here's one of the most interesting little vignettes in the Bible. You guys will all remember as soon as we read it. Vayomru Av Akish elav, Halo zedavid David Melaka Halo Laze Yaanu Ba Mecholot Lemor, Hikashaul Ba Alafav, V'David Be Rivvotav. Nice little ditty there. Then the servants of Akish said to him, Halo Z. Is not this David, or is this not David, Malachares, the king of the land? And so they recognize, it's very interesting that they call him the king of the land, see, rather than Saul. So David's reputation amongst his enemies, obviously he was the one that slew Goliath, remember, and he'd been causing trouble. So, um... Yeah, Yeah. you had your hand up, yeah. Yeah, I, think, I noticed as you were reading it, you kind of raised your voice, you know, it was going to be a question, you know, the Oh yeah. And when they would read Hebrew, would they, would they have the kind of inflection that we do? Well, I'm sure they would have different kinds of inflection. I'm told we <laughs> And you are not even pronouncing the letters right, you know. They, my Ancient Hebrew guy would go, what in the heck are you talking about, you know. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that questions would have a different inflection just like we do in English. We probably don't even recognize it, but we do. Right. So, okay. Halo, Lazet. Is is it not Lazet about this one that anu? that's from Anna, you know it as to answer, but it also means to sing. Okay. Is it not about this one... Uh, which they sang, ya'anu, ba mecholot, uh, while dancing, or in dances. cool um, remembers to whirl around. <clears throat> Mechula would be a dance. So, um, here's the plural of the noun uh, from that root. All right. So, is it not about this one, which they sang in their dances, or while dancing, saying, Hikashaul, sha'ul, Saul struck his thousands. Remember we saw this earlier in Samuel. Uh, Hikah is a hippiel from Naka. Okay, Saul struck his thousands. Mm-hmm. Vedavid, but David, rivvotav, his ten thousands. So notice the little rhyme. Hikah sha'ul, ba'alafav, vedavid, votav. Notice the kind of rhyme there. <coughs> Alright? So they knew about David and his, his reputation. All right. uh, any questions through verse 12? <coughs> All right. It's very interesting how you get this report you know, you, so you can kind of just get a taste of the interrelationships amongst the various peoples and we'll see that again uh, in chapter 22 as well. So you know, they were cognizant of what was going on and remember this was different language groups but evidently they could understand each other. These were bordering countries and uh, so the dialects that they were using uh, were probably to a great extent able to be understood. All right? Verse 13. Va yasem david et ha devarim Now David put et <inaudible> ha these words, bil <inaudible> in his heart. All right? In other words, he thought carefully about them. All right? Va <clears> meod. <throat> okay, what's the root of yura? Good, Yah you didn't get fooled. It's not Ra'a to see, it's Yura, and notice that the Yud of the root is gone. And you see that, sometimes you'll see it written with, a, uh, with the Yud in it, and sometimes not. So he was afraid, oh, greatly. He was really afraid. Midne Akish, uh, afraid of Akish, or because of Akish, king of Gath. Why would he be afraid? Well, here comes this guy with really out any protection without his army into enemy territory who they all knew was this great general who had defeated his 10,000. This is the guy. <clears throat> so, he feared for his life once they identified him. Okay, verse 14. Here's the interesting one. V'yeshano et tamo All right. Now, V'yeshano is from Shana. Shana means sometimes it means one meaning of the root is to repeat, but here it means to change. So notice you have a PL from Shana PL, va, consecutive imperfect with third masculine singular suffix. Okay? <clears throat> va, so yes, he changed it, namely TAMO. His, now here you notice taste, but it's not that, his demeanor. He changed his uh, personality's not right. Changed his whole visage, the way he was appearing. See, okay, in their eyes, right now you'll see what he means in the next line. Because notice his va consecutive explains what that means. In other words, so he goes from a more general observation. He changed his his demeanor. Let's just say for now. Now that is this is from Halal which you know is to praise um, also can mean to boast and the hit pile can also mean to act like a madman so <laughs> see he changed his tamo okay, in case you know what that means that is he act crazy he act insane uh, in their power in their hand All right. <laughs> that tell us anything about how we're supposed to worship yeah I don't, know, I don't think so um <laughs> Yeah, it just shows David's cleverness or something. I don't know. Okay, now it gets more specific. Notice now, it it defines even more specifically. So notice it's using Vav consecutives to narrow down from more general to more specific behavior, and that's very common. Um, So this is not something he did subsequently to acting mad. He's describing what he means. Okay, so Vav Yetav Ahal ha HaSha'ar. Okay, here's a rare word. The root is... Tav, Vav, He. Tava. And it means to mark, to make a mark. Um, it's, most lexicographers suggest it is a denominative of Tav, which is a mark for the letter Tav. Alright? So, it's usually translated if you follow the Masoretic text, and he marked, scribbled, on the doors of the Sha'ar, of the gate, probably the gate of the city. Alright? Um... But notice the uh, footnote 14b. <coughs> if you want a different reading, if you're not really happy with that, there's a number of manuscripts, and also um, the uh, Kare, uh Two manuscripts have that different reading. Notice what the what the which is the same meaning. But notice what the Septuagint has. Kai timpanidzo. Timpanidzo means to pound. Okay, like a timpani, you pound it. Um, and uh, uh, they're suggesting the Hebrew root tafath. alright so it'd be Taf. so they're suggesting that you amend that the Septuagint was reading Taf from Taf. Taf means a a, a tambourine tafath means like strike or beat and so if you follow the Septuagint reading it's uh, and he beat upon the doors of the gate which you know makes a little more sense than scribble unless he has like a sharpie in his uh, <laughs> in his side like the football guy you know and starts scribbling I don't know <clears throat> okay so anyway he either starts scribbling on the doors uh, writing on them or pounded on them va yored that's from yarad to go down but here the conjugation is hifil to um, uh, cause to go down. And Rero, <laughs> Rero is his spit, his saliva, rear. It's only used here. okay? And he made his saliva go down on Zekanno on his beard. <coughs> okay, So notice how the syntax goes. He changed his demeanor in their eyes. That is, he acted crazy um, while it was in their hands, okay? That is, he marked on the doors of the gate and he made his spit go down on his beard. (laughs) Alright? Pretty interesting. Alright, now here is... First of all, any questions about verse 14? Okay, verse 15. (laughs) Vayomer Akish el-Avodab. Then Akish said to his servants, Hine tiru ish uh, mishtagea. Lama Taviu Oto Eli. <clears throat> he said to his servants, Look, you can see that, well, I would try, I would just more idiomatic. You can see that he is a man, Mish Tagea. Notice that that's from Shaga. Shaga means to um, be crazy. Uh, you guys are all familiar with the word Meshuga. Meshuga. He's acting Meshuga, you've heard it. Uh, and uh, that's from the same root. It's actually the pole, the. Uh, uh, like a polel form or pu'al form shaga in the pu'al means to be crazy here's the uh, hit pael. you can see that he is a man who is acting crazy or who is nuts all right lama why are you bringing him a lie to me all right so notice they must have captured him and when they captured him David had to think fast because they knew they identified him so he started acting like a crazy guy Alright, so they bring him and he's doing this, uh, I'm just imagining him walking around like that, and, and Akish goes, you know, look, this guy's nuts, what did you bring him to me for? Okay, chasar, okay, here's the, notice this is the uh, pu'al form, chasar meshu ga'im, okay, ani, here's the funniest line in the whole book, I think. Do I lack crazy people? <laughs> see, chazar means lack. Or is there a lack of crazy, a lack of crazy people? Have I, ani? See? <laughs> no, I got enough of you guys around. You're all crazy. I can just see Akash's fat king sitting there. You know, you see these movies. You're nuts. You're all nuts. But so do I lack them? <laughs> that you have brought this guy? All right. Um, let, La hish to act crazier, to act insane uh, uh, before me. Hazayavo <laughs> el Should this one come to my house? No way. He's not going to invite this guy to supper. All right. It's pretty funny. Um, so you can remember the root shagah just by re- remembering uh, meshuga, oh, and uh, notice the. Uh, both the hit and the pu'al mm-hmm. forms uh, to convey that concept. Yes? You say uh, <coughs> bass pu'al or bass The um, shaga occurs in the pu'al and the hit pile. And that's what you see You kind of see both forms. Is there a reason why the, uh, the shin and the bob get mixed around in there? That? That's called uh, metathesis. You just have a changing when you have that sound. That happens a lot just that sound remember um, from <coughs> hishtakavet that's the hishtak fail but you still have that switch alright there's other words that, that does that too okay verse 22 here we, he starts his tra- or continues his travels vayerek david misham me'arat so David went from there left from there and he escaped, simple nifal, which we've seen before, to the cave of Adulam. And uh, again, you can see he's going southeast from Gath. Uh, he went to the cave of the Adulam. And his brothers, uh, and his brothers and all the house of his father, heard from Shammah, and they went down to him, Shammah, to there. All right. So remember, his brothers and their family lived uncomfortably close to Saul and Gibeah. They lived in Benjamin. And so, uh, you know, hearing now this stuff about David being on the run probably meant their own lives were in danger. And so they went to this Adulam, um, you know, probably a place with a small town in which there were a lot of caves. And uh, the place was known for its caves, evidently. And so uh, that's where David was hiding out. <coughs> okay? Vayit kavtsu elav kol ish matzok, the kol ish asher lo noshev, the kol ish mar nefesh Okay. Kavats uh, means to gather. and This is a hit pael. So they gathered themselves to him. Kol ish matzok. Every man of matzok, zuk uh, means to be narrow to be under pressure. So this is the noun matsok, um, uh, distress. So every person of distress. So you know you would probably just translate it like this. Uh, all the distressed came to him or gathered themselves around him. In other words, those who had some kind of difficulty, the oppressed. All right. And every man who to him was uh, uh, or for him to him noshat means to be in debt so nasha um, can mean to deceive but here it means uh, um, to be in debt so notice uh, people in distress came to him and everyone who to himself I would translate this kind of reflexively for himself was in debt okay Vekol and everyone Mar Nefesh bitter in spirit alright so the discontented alright uh, and he became over them sar, prince, lessar. He became a leader, a prince over them. Now remember, these guys became fiercely loyal to him. And they stayed with him. Uh, David had this mighty army that would do anything for him. All right, And we'll see that as we continue in this story. And they, and they were with him about Arba Meot Ish. Four Meot hundred Ish men. Again, notice you have the singular with a name like just like we've seen typical style here even though it's the 400 obviously is plural. <clears throat> okay, any questions through verse 2? Yes. So this is kind of like a red tag. Yes, exactly. And they came to him and uh, yeah. And you know they were actually hiding in those caves probably and uh, escaping Saul who is probably now in more explicit pursuit of him. Okay. Um, good va, now notice what, where he goes in verse 3 va <clears throat> so david misham mitzpah moab so then david went from there to mizpah of moab we no longer know where that is but if you those of you guys who have that oh the map here um, notice how far he went again southeast um, moab remember was on the other side of the jordan river on the east Alright? Now, think about it. Why would he go to Moab? Does anyone remember? Remember who his ancestor was? Ruth? Who was a Moabitess. Moabitess. So there were family connections. See? Maybe. She's probably dead, but I don't know. But again, uh, you know, you, we forget the kind of relationships that are in between. So David had Moabite blood in him. All right. So David went from there to Mizpah Moab, Va-yomer, and he said to Melech uh, Moab, the king of Moab, let, please let, notice the na, the particle of politeness, say na, avi veimi, please let my father and my mother go out camp with you. Ad Asher, Ada, until I see Ad Asher, until the time when, or until Ada, I know, Ma Yaaseth Li, what God is going to do to me, or with me, or for me. All right. So again, he was putting them under his protection. So notice how David had these different relationships with people outside of Israel. Okay. Uh, questions about verse 3. <coughs> So he had to protect his parents, obviously. Will? Well, after the, uh, there's the, uh, share. Yeah. yeah. That's not necessary, but here they... they yeah, I mean, you very often <laughs> see them occurring together like this uh, share. Um And I don't know if it's just a dialectic feature or style, but uh, yeah. In other words, we don't need to translate in English. Right. You could translate until when I know, or until the time that I know, but again, you're still um, adding to the translation. Alright? Verse four. Ba Yanchem Etpine Melek Moab. So he led them. The root is Nacha here, okay? Um a niphal. I'm sorry, Hiphil. So he led them Ethane before the king of Moab. And they stayed from Yashab. they dwelt in with him, Kol Yame Heyot david ba Metsuda. Okay. And they stayed with him, dwelled with him, remained with him all the days of David's being. Heyot is what kind of verb form? Infinitive construct from Haya. So it's literally all the days of David's being, but we would say all the day, days that David was ba Metsuda in the stronghold. Um, zud means to hunt, to get prey, a Metsuda is a stronghold or a fortress. We're not sure where it is. This is where but you can remember the word um, by just remembering the word Masada because it's, that's kind of the transposition of uh, the Hebrew Metsuda. The Masada is of course very famous in Herodian times uh, remember they built a, the Jews built a strong fortress up there and held out um, uh, for a long time. Alright so uh, evidently <coughs> he, David left his parents with the king of Moab and they stayed there Again, we, I'm not sure how much time passed, but all the times David was in the Metsuda and the Stronghold. So evidently David held up someplace. By Yomer God, now here we have another, remember the prophet Gad? Here it is. Gad Hanavi, the prophet said to David, Now, this is the first appearance of Gad. Remember, we've had Samuel before, but evidently now Gad remains with David. And it's very interesting. uh, If you look at 1 Chronicles 29, um, where it's summing up David's life, Gad was there for David's reign, and evidently he was there when Solomon built the temple and saw it and actually helped with some of the regulations of the temple. And in 1 Chronicles 29, it says that uh, Nathan... And Gad and Samuel, I think, uh, had reports of David's reign so that so that uh, all the things that happened, David, you know how, how the chronicler sums up, all the things that happened are reported in the reports of Nathan the prophet, Gad the prophet, and then it was a couple others. I think it's verse 29. So uh, here's the first mention of Gad, and he is in the background or foreground uh uh, as the story proceeds so Gad the prophet said to David and notice he's functioning here not as this revelation from God but more as an advisor close to the king some prophets were royal advisors as you know some were very much on the fringes of society and came in to challenge the king so here we have the, the court advisor Gad the prophet said to David do not teshave. do not stay by Metsuda in the Metsuda, in the stronghold Lake u eretz yehuda Um, leave and go notice the lake is from Halak an imperative followed by a vowel plus perfect again we common style so leave and go for yourself Eretz Yehuda to the land of Judah David so David left and he went to Ya'ar Chareth to the forest of Chareth and again we don't know where that is alright uh, so the Matsuda, we're not sure where it is, or the, this forest, we're not sure what they're talking about. And of course, we don't know why the prophet told him to leave unless maybe Saul had found out or they were getting worried about it, you know. It's kind of like that new TV show, The Terminator, the Sarah Connors Chronicles, you know. She can only stay in a place for so long before the people from the future find out, so she's got to leave, and her kid's always bummed and all that. So it's like that. that. All right. (laughs) So I'll leave you with that that high, exalted thought. Uh, And we'll continue here at verse 6 of chapter 22 next week.